Hi, welcome to The Church Split. My name is Will, and I want to wish you a happy April 1st. Not just any April 1st, but uh, April Fool's itself, the day, the happy National Atheist Day. It's exciting. It is very exciting. So we thought what we would do for you today, I thought about not even like meant saying anything about what we're about to do beforehand and just letting it launch and just cut the video and be as dry as physically possible about it to see how many people were just like, okay, well played on the satire. But these are crazy polarizing times and I would hate for anyone to misconstrue. So we yeah. thought what we would do is give you some just simple pointers on how to tongue-in-cheek wise, if you will, how to prevent, how to actually prevent a church split and how to really promote a spirit of unity in your church. So uh, we, I, we're really, I'm really looking forward to this video. So we filmed it prior to April 1st. So that way we can get it all edited and put it up for you. So with that being said, Brian and I are going to take turns. And we have 35 rules for you on how to definitely promote unity in your church. So I'll get us kicked off. Okay, Brian? Get ready. All right. Rule number one is as obvious as possible, which is, of course, don't follow the Bible's express commands. Instead, do what you feel is right, because what you feel is always better than what the Bible actually says, Brian. Preach faster. Of course. And of course, if the Holy Spirit leads you in one direction, always follow the Holy Spirit and not what the Bible says. There you go. Solid. Start off with a bang. All right. Rule number two. Make sure you get to position of leadership so you can have your own click and then use your position of power to force your views on everyone else. But I think rule number three is definitely more important. All right, I'm ready. All right. Add restrictions to the Bible and always hold others to your standards, not God's. <laughs> I think I do that myself. <laughs> rule number four. Pick your favorite Bible translation and claim that is in the infallible word of God. Then make claims that every other Bible version is vastly inferior to your version. And that they are perversions of the word and they are authored only by man. So what you're saying is that we should pick a very specific translation and then say all the other ones are man-authored? Exactly. My recommendation is KJV. You really want to go solid on that one. Uh, well, I'm a message bible only kind of guy. Actually, it's a great meme page. Follow it. Message Bible onlyism. It's great. Anyway, um, so number rule number five. We're at five, right? Yep, five. Uh, number five. Set arbitrary standards for clothing, music, and jokes, and anything possible under the sun. And I mean anything. There can be a standard for literally anything, and it has to be followed to the T. And then what you need to do is be sure to hold everyone else to that standard and be careful not to communicate that standard, though, clearly to everyone. You just want to kind of surprise it with a blindsided punch to the face. It's great. There you go. Rule number six. And I'm kind of a handyman of sorts, so I think this really applies to me. Um, and I really could embody this if I really wanted to. Make sure you help with a church project and make sure you stand firm on the most minuscule details so everyone leaves the project in frustration. And then when you leave the entire, you leave the church because of it, you just complain that no one ever wanted to help. Well, I think that's the right way to do a church mm -hmm. project. I learned a lot. And everything never gets done. Yeah, exactly. Also, rule number seven, and this is the big one. This is my favorite. Do not follow Matthew 18, ever. Don't you do it. You know better than Jesus does, after all. 
So if someone wrongs you, passive aggressively be mad about it and be frustrated about it for months and weeks on end, and then tell everyone you can about your frustration, but do not talk to the person you're actually frustrated with. That crosses a boundary that we do not do. Rule number eight, and I've done this several times. If the pastor preaches about something that challenges you to change your behavior and make yourself, so you're feeling really challenged by it, go home and make yourself a fantastic lunch. So good that you forget about everything you heard about that morning. And then if you do happen to remember something about that sermon, be sure to blame the pastor for targeting you. That was not fair of him. This will make you out to be the perfect victim and will ensure you don't have to fix literally anything. Wow, I'm pretty sure that's what half my church does anymore. <laughs> I don't know, anyway. All right, rule number nine, and this is important, so I want you guys to pay attention. This is the 10 rules, kind of like the 10 commandments, but the 10 rules of church splitting. Rule number nine, engage in gossip when at all possible, each and every time, but use the idea of prayer requests so people don't actually know you're gossiping. Which Slide by the under the radar. Yeah, exactly. Which reminds me, uh, follow my, me on Twitter at the church split. I have a prayer request for Brian. <laughs> Rule number 10. If any, anyone does anything you don't like, mask your contempt with a solid bless her heart. So all the old Bettys know that you don't approve. Rule number 11. Request a private office and meetings with the pastor and or deacons, or if at all possible, all together. It really works better Get that way. Get them all. Get them all. Make sure that he knows what you believe and that he molds his teachings to that belief. That's solid. You'll get your way every time. Every time. Rule number 12. Remember, you will never be as good as Jesus Christ, so you might as well not try. Straight facts right there. Whoa. Ever? Don't ever try to improve yourself. Don't you ever can't reach it, so might as well not try. Yeah, you're, I guess you're right. Yeah, what's the point? I'm losing, it's a losing battle. It really is. Rule number 13. Absolutely keep doing all the sins that you are judging everyone else for. And make sure that you hit the highest level of hypocrisy. And we're all about hitting the highest levels here. All the way up. Like all the way up. Level 100 hypocrisy. It's over 9,000. <laughs> All right, rule number 14. If you are called out for your behavior, lie and don't admit you're wrong. Never admit you're wrong. And I mean never. Never. Did I say never? I, I think you never. said never once or twice. Speaking of which, don't even ask yourself, could I be wrong? No one can take your Christianity seriously if you question yourself or you being potentially wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. In order to be a proper Christian, I have to be sure about everything, and I can't ever question anything. Exactly. That's the proper Christian way. That's what I do. <laughs> Your wife would probably affirm that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Rule... She doesn't watch this. Oh, she doesn't watch our videos. <laughs> she just likes to mock them. Anyway, rule number 15. Upon leaving a church, leave a slanderous letter to create a false sense of openness about yourself. But it also makes sure... That you leave that sweet gossip one more time. Here you go, Pastor. Rule number 16. Spread gossip when at all possible. And this includes using church ministries, social media, and yes, even your work time. Your employer doesn't need to know what you're doing with your time. Just make sure you use it 
to destroy the church as much as you possibly can. Yes, that creates a spirit of proper unity and respect for the church position and the officials there. Absolutely. Rule 17. If you hear any gossip through the grapevine, take it as absolute fact, okay? Never actually check with the person the gossip about until it goes far out of control. And then when you choose to confront them, make sure you don't believe a darn word they say and you continue to spread the gossip. In short, if you need this shortened, uh, break it down, Pastor. Break it down. In short, if you hear anything contrary to the gossip, ignore it at all costs. Rule 18. If someone makes a great biblical case as to why you are wrong, simply ignore it. And chastise that person for judging you and always having to be right. You know, I've really been beginning to realize the power of ignoring. Mm-hmm. Really ignore, ignore really anything. I'm going to start ignoring you. Especially truth. Hmm. Don't ignore me. <laughs> Rule number 19, if someone isn't doing exactly what you want, and I mean exactly what you want, make sure you attack their characters so they know that you are not to be messed with. And if you have to, even sprinkle in a little profanity and character assaults and, and insults if you have to, so they know that you aren't to be messed with. Ad hominem always helps. Ad hominem always works. Rule number 20, be sure to act as angry, self-righteous, and petulant throughout the entire experience ensure that you are the true victim. I love my victim status. Are you a victim? I am. I'm a victim of you. (laughs) Rule number 21. Don't show an ounce of humility or grace. Not even a shred of it. Okay? We don't need that here. But still claim to be spiritually superior to everyone else. And then make sure you tell everyone else that they're clearly failing the Christian life and an example of Christ-like behavior. Exactly. I tried to do that to you a few times. It didn't work because I'm superior. (laughs) Rule 22. Use verses out of context as often as possible to mean whatever you want them to mean. And I mean whatever you want and at whatever time. Like, do not touch my anointed. Mm -hmm. Which means me, Brian. It means a pastor. It was not (laughs) talking about David. Rule number 23. Make sure if you're cornered or upset, usually you're cornered and upset, so... They work. They go hand in hand. Yep. So make sure if you're cornered or upset, you change your story repeatedly to make sure that you can't be pinned down or proved wrong. Keep that sucker moving, man. I don't even know what your story is right now. You you can't hit a moving target. It's Mm -hmm. just the way it is. I'm like the Matrix. I'm like Neo, (laughs) but with arguments. (laughs) Please stop. You're going to hurt your back. That was a very old reference. It's 1999. It's not that old. That's a long time ago. Okay. Rule 24. When someone really ticks you off, Refuse to meet with them or even talk about it. Instead, wait for an unspecified period of time. I suggest at least a month. At least a month. And then character attack them on social media. The more friends and family you have join in with you, the better. This will ensure that everyone watching thinks that you are 100% correct and 0% the fool. I really wish I would have understood the power of social media attacks. It ensures that I never actually have to sit down with somebody and actually be confront them. I can just block them once I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. The more people you get to agree with you, the better it is. Bandwagon, baby. Rule number 25. When a sin is corrected by the pastor, make sure you accuse him of being judgmental and then use Jesus' statement of he who is without sin, cast the first stone. Besides, you don't need to actually worry about the Bible telling us to correct sin. Really, you don't. You don't even need to worry about the part where Jesus said, if your right hand offends you, cut it off. 
Or you also didn't need to worry about the whole having righteous judgment or the Sermon on the Mount about look equal to look upon a woman with lust is a committed adultery. You don't need to worry about that. Only he is without sin cast the first stone. You this, have that verse nullifies literally everything. It nullifies everything. It's like your trump card. Rule 26. When you inevitably get angry, and you will, take sides with anyone who will agree with you. Their personal lives, testimony, or spiritual health ought not to be taken into consideration at all. In fact, after all, the end really does justify the means. So you Always. mean I can create an alliance with literally anyone without any consideration of their personal life? Just get them on your team so that they can do whatever you need them to do. I really wish I would have known that a long time ago. Would have a lot of other people in the leadership. Yeah, it helps. Rule number twenty-seven: Avoid any person that is different than you, and just imagine heaven being as segregated as your mind. Bunch of racists. Rule twenty-eight: If you have a terrible past, be sure to hide that at all costs, while magnifying everyone else's sin tenfold. Makes yourself look better, more righteous, and of course, makes you feel better. Because in the end, we should always care about our feelings above anyone else's. Absolutely. Hide behind your past, baby, and then blows everyone else, blow everyone else's out. Yeah, if you, if you let people in on your sin, you have the tendency to make people understand you better and have empathy, and that really doesn't solve any problems. Yeah, it's like you want... And then you want to blow theirs out of proportion. So you want to be like the ugly girl, like the ugly girl who hangs out with uglier girls. So that way she comes off less ugly. It's the same idea. Rule number 29, and this one's simple. Be offended always. I'm offended. When aren't you? All right. Snowflake, keep reading. Rule number 30. Keep people guessing. When someone is too hard on someone, tell them they're just being far too critical. But when they're kind to a person, tell them they're showing too much grace. Consistency is not important. What's important is your, verse, your voice is heard. Rule number 31. Never teach, live, or enforce biblical principles on your children. And when your child inevitably acts out, blame the pastor or children's worker. I don't want to exempt them. They get a lot too. This allows you to reinforce your child's bad behavior and come off as the hero in the story. Rule 32. Speaking of parenting. Always create excuses for your children and never take their actions seriously at all. This will make the pastor and friends definitely trust your parental capabilities completely. I will always trust a bad parent. <laughs> Rule number 33. Always expect your political beliefs to be taught and enforced by the church. And if people do not subscribe to your political beliefs, call them the, tell them they're terrible people, spawns of Satan, and that they're going to burn in hell. <laughs> Rule 34, before leaving a church, scour the entire building for anything that you'd ever donated and make sure you take it back before anyone knows anything about what happened. Every nook and cranny. I mean, if you if you donate some napkins, take those bad boys back. Yeah. They, they don't deserve it if they don't deserve you. <laughs> if they can't take me at my worst, they don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> Sorry. Give me back my floral napkins. <laughs> Rule number 35. Keep your victim card handy and never update your unity card. After all, unity is only intended when we agree on literally everything. Unity is for the weak. Now, Brian, that is not very church split of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the satire video on this wonderful April Fool's Day. 
It was a lot of fun. Ah, you can't get rid of those finger guns. He always edits out my finger guns, and it bothers me. I'll do them, too. Hey! All right. We uh, had a lot of fun putting this little thing together. Uh, we, we t as our meme game on our Facebook page is pretty darn strong. We're, 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 pretty, we're pretty salty on that. But usually our, our videos tend to be a bit more serious. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun to lighten it up a little bit. Let's, we could have fun here sometimes. Yeah. Let's, let's enjoy life and, and laugh at some of the pitfalls we've had and uh, look back at them and learn from them. But also, legit, if you follow any of these rules, I might find you and hurt you. Do not do these rules at do all. Do not do these <laughs> rules at all. Number one way to cause division in your church and being petty. All right. Well, with that being said, my name is Will. My name is Brian. This has been The Church Split. <laughs> that was fun. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do more talk.